0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Ferret NFL, the podcast all about NFL stuff, football stuff, American football. That is, yeah, you know it. <laughs> Speaking of Americans, I'm here with my co-host, Gravy Waffles. Oh wait, I'm not. We're here. That's Amer. That's hey. American to me. Well, we're here to talk about the week ten games from last weekend predict some things for week eleven. Um, and greedy, I don't know if you've looked at the schedule for for week eleven, but um, we got a few toilet bowls uh, that we might need to talk about here. Just a few got quite a few, yeah <laughs> quite a few, but it
1: doesn't matter because, you know, like we keep saying, it's hard to predict the season, so who knows what's gonna happen?
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Injuries,
1: uh, uh, just weather going to be a factor this weekend, as we hear. Um, yeah, so a couple of big injuries, weather, and a couple uh changes as well. So it's going to be an exciting weekend, I think. Even though there's a, there is a couple of toilet bowls.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it'll be exciting. I'm sure we'll be out of our seats and cheering at the uh the Texans game, right?
1: Yeah, of course, we cheer every week for them. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> got him. Got yeah, him. You, you got him. You got everyone. Him. <laughs> I I saw everyone jaw drop, and I was just like, ah, just kidding.
0: <laughs> well, hey, before we get to week eleven, we got to talk a little bit about uh, week ten. Is there a game you want to start off with? Maybe a game of the year, perhaps.
1: Um, I think we should talk about injuries first. Personally, from uh, so a couple of IRs, uh, season-ending injuries. I don't know about you, but you can you if you want to, you can. Take it away, greeting. All right, so I think the first big news that uh, <clears throat> came after week 10 is Cooper Cup uh, from Los Angeles Rams is uh, placed on IR uh, with this high ankle sprain from last week. Uh, that's pretty big news because uh, I think this is the biggest hangover Super Bowl Uh, hangover from a team that I've have ever seen. And I know Bengals are not too hot either, but like this is the worst hangover I've ever seen from a Super Bowl caliber team.
0: Yeah. And this doesn't help uh, at all. Um, Yeah. Cup was like the one player who (laughs) actually was making a difference on the team other than Aaron Donald.
1: Yeah, I agree. And losing him is like losing, you know, a good quarterback. And, Uh, The quarterback, Matthew Stafford, hasn't been looking too good. And uh, as we talked about last week with uh, Nomad Eric, is we don't mean Allen Robinson is not who we thought he was going to be, even though he thought Allen Robinson is going to be who he is. But I didn't personally think so. But let's see if he can uh, step in and uh, make a difference for this team. But they're not looking good at all.
0: Yeah, and uh, John Wolford came in for Matthew Stafford, who was – being treated for a concussion. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, uh, he didn't play spectacularly. I mean, he was kind of like the same as Stafford, you know, kind of like a game manager had a really terrible pick in the game, but, uh, yeah, it's not looking too good for the Rams. Um, would you say that they, uh, that they should be forked at this point?
1: Yeah, I think they are, uh, pretty well forked at this point. Yeah, and, and let's say they get Cooper cup, but considering they haven't been winning much this year, I think, uh, it's time to put a fork in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the injuries not going to be helping at all. Um, but uh, hopefully a speedy recovery for Cooper cup. Cause he's a uh, hall of famer for sure.
1: Yeah. But high ankle sprains, they are no joke to play around with. And you no, know, we only have a few, well, not a few more weeks, but we only have, it seems like a, only a few more weeks left, but we'll see. We'll see if he can come back and we'll see if Rams can even make it to the wild card spot at this point.
0: It would be very surprising if they did get in there with a record of three and six. But um, let's see what their schedule looks like coming up. <clears throat> they got the Saints this week, the Chiefs, the Seahawks. Oh, the Raiders is a gimme game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easy one there. <laughs> there you go. They got one on the on the board. Okay. <clears throat> Were there any other injuries you wanted to talk about?
1: Uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Arizona Cardinals tight end, who was at one point a great tight end, a Hall of Famer tight end. Uh, he's out for the season with a knee, endi- or knees, uh, knee injury. Jeez, I couldn't think of the word.
0: Yeah, um, he's still a, a good player. Uh, he definitely was uh, a bit of a difference maker yeah, with the Cardinals. Um, when, when DeAndre Hopkins was gone, he was getting some receptions there, but... Uh, yeah, it's tough to see uh, another great tight end get the get a season-ending injury.
1: Yeah, and the, another team that's not looking the hottest right now either is Arizona Cardinals and losing a player at as that caliber is definitely going to hurt them and we'll see uh what they can do as well losing that tight end. Who knows? I know they have it's not as bad as the Rams. I would proud yeah. break this one not as bad for the Cardinals. But the Rams is this bad and then this one it kinda puts a hurt in them. So we'll see if uh I mean they still have DeAndre Hopkins and all them, but we'll see. We'll see how this affect them.
0: Yeah, with Kyle Murray out, uh he had like a hamstring issue last week. Uh so Colt McCoy comes in and looks okay, you know? Um yeah. so I, I think they'll be able to win some games with Colt McCoy, but um without Zach Ertz there you're you're missing a, a, a good piece to your offense. So
1: And what's crazy is both of these teams played each other last weekend.
0: So it's like
1: two season-ending injuries right there, and it's like they played each other. They were out for blood.
0: It was the injury bowl. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, I think that's um, one more. Uh, The Colts, uh, Shaquille Leonard, a great linebacker for uh, Indianapolis Colts. He hasn't played for a while with some back issues. He's undergoing – uh, back surgery and will miss the remainder of the season. I think a huge loss for there, but as we know,
0: we're kind of writing off the Colts at this point. <laughs> yeah, was did you say offensive line or defensive? Uh, linebackers.
1: So line
0: defense. Okay, so I because yeah, if it was um offensive lineman, I would be like, oh boy, that line. Already looks bad. It would be bad for Lucero. Um But defensive, um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be able to slot someone else in there. But, uh, yeah, sucks that he's he's gone.
1: I don't know. He's a key defensive star player and probably a leader of that defense. Well, was when he was on the field.
0: Well, I suppose you would know better than me at this point.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all the injuries. So, yeah, the, quite the injuries this year. And it's sad to see all these. Injuries happen to such great players.
0: That's right. Speaking of great things, let's talk about some of those games from week 10. Yeah. And everyone is claiming that this is a game of the year, so I feel like we got to talk about it. Uh, And this is the second year in a row that the Bills have been a part of a a, a greatest game of all time scenario. (laughs) And they've come out on the bottom after an overtime uh, coin toss. (laughs) Again, um, but the Vikings, they improved to eight and one. Uh, people are ranking them now as the best team in the league. Um, they, of course, because the Eagles lost the game to the C- commanders, the bills. Uh, they're on like a three game losing streak at this point, right? Yeah. Or no, two game, two game losing two. streak. Um, so, yeah, the, the Vikings have actually improved to be the top team in the, in the league right now, according to a lot of people uh, and the the scores. I mean, the, the yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 record shows and like how well they were moving the ball, uh, Sunday. Um, it was, it was kind of crazy. And, you know, you would, you, I mean, the Bills put up a fight. Don't get me wrong. Like they, they were putting up a fight in the first two quarters. Um, they outscored the, the, the Vikings by a large margin, but uh, they kind of fell asleep in the second half, which allowed the Vikings to come back. I believe Kirk Cousins had another pretty good rush in this game for a first down, um, and it seems like the Vikings are on point, and I think they have, I mean, you know, I think they've earned that top slot at this point. They, they've, been, they've been playing really well ever since that Thursday night loss.
1: Yeah, I agree. They have really been surprising and most improved uh, since that loss because everyone was kind of like, I don't want to say underdog mentality, but everybody wasn't expecting this kind of team from the Vikings. Uh, everyone was just kind of like, oh, Kirk Cousins, he's going to uh, struggle during primetime and big games like he was known to do. And, yeah, he still did during that Thursday night game or Sunday night game, whatever night game it was. And – but – they've recovered from that and they they're looking quite impressive. And even like outside of J- Justin Jefferson, it's just like they're having other players involved. You know, you got Dalvin cook that's in there. He's making a difference. He's getting a few touchdowns here and there and big runs. Justin Jefferson, who hands down made the catch of the year. Uh Randy Moss, like a defensive player with one handed made an incredible catch. Adam Thielen, he's still, you know, when he, yeah, he's not producing numbers like everyone who drafted him in fantasy wanted him to, but he's still, you know, making key catches, you know, making those catches that are needed. And it's just like, and then they added uh, that TJ Hawkinson, which we haven't heard his name much uh, um, yet, but, you know, he's still learning. But, you know, to come back from a 27 to 10, they were down in the third quarter, 27 to 10. And then to come back in overtime to win at thirty three to three. That is that is some heart right there. And that is a great, great
0: win for the Vikings. Yeah, the final was thirty-three to thirty. Uh, what did um, I say? Thirty three to I think I think you said three. <laughs> oh no, thirty three to thirty. I meant I had
1: the three part. I just forgot the zero.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah. But um you know it's it's uh I, it didn't seem like it, but obviously Josh Allen had like that elbow injury i guess but i mean he still threw for 300 yards but he had two pretty bad interceptions in this one um two of them that that's that really did sink the team there um and i think the other thing that is still like a a negative for the bills is just their running game it just it just isn't there you know josh allen is your is your top you know rusher Uh, you you know and, and they haven't even utilized uh nine nine Hines yet into the offense. Um, And I feel like they, I I feel like they need to get him off of punt returning and slot him in to that, uh, you know, with Devin Singletary um, because the run game is just non-existence at this point. And you compare that to the Vikings run game, which I mean, obviously, you know, Dalvin cook is a, is a, is a, is a veteran running back at this point, but you know, he rushed more than any player on the bills doubled uh, with 120 yards. So, Um, yeah, the bills running game definitely was not their strong suit in this one. Yeah, sure. They can sling the ball, but you know, as we saw before, you know, when you need a first down and you can't, you can't just rush it to, you know, 10 yards to get that first down, you know, in, in, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the game, um, it's detrimental. And we saw that in, um, uh, well, we saw the opposite of that in the Seahawks game this week, where the, the 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 Buccaneers somehow miraculously like rushed for like forty yards in the last few minutes to seal that game. Um, so yeah, you, you got to have a good rushing attack to to seal games away, and the Bills just don't have that right now.
1: Yeah, they definitely lack that, and maybe that's why the Vikings, you know, were able to come back. And uh, once they started getting like touchdowns with the running game, they're like, "All right, maybe we'll actually try." and then they had that catch by uh justin jefferson and it was just like i said a great comeback and definitely a a candidate for game of the year
0: yeah it's definitely going to be up there and like like i said at the beginning this is just another game on the bills list where it's going to be like game of the year material and they lost
1: (laughs) yeah and there was a bunch of like memes of like uh throwback of josh allen like having ptsd from the kansas city game where they also lost on a coin toss so
0: right <laughs> okay go ahead and pick a another game from the the buffet okay uh, i'm gonna also pick another game
1: that went into overtime and early on in the game i was like wow this game's a snooze fest well i was kind of wrong about that one let's go ahead and talk about the green bay packers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh Green Bay ended up winning in overtime. Finally. Yeah, you heard that right. Green Bay won a game. Um <laughs> after uh kind of it was kind of a back and forth game, I would say. Um you no know, going up to into uh the trying to use my words here. Uh <laughs> overtime uh to the fourth quarter it was back and forth, and then they ended up tying twenty eight to twenty eight and then Green Bay ended up taking a field goal and winning it, 30-1 to, to 28. So this game without Ezekiel Elliott, might you add, and uh, Aaron Rodgers actually looked like, I don't want to say himself again, but he looked better. And after all the hatred he's been getting, he kind of looked no, himself again. And this Christian Watson uh not Deshaun Watson, Christian Watson, the rookie uh, they drafted, uh, finally had a breakout game that everyone was expecting from early on this year. And the Green Bay Packers also forgot they had Aaron Jones, and they kind of brought him back to life in this. So overall, it was a good game, and it was Mike McCarthy's return to Green Bay. And uh, I guess Green Bay kind of took that as a kind of like a few and kind of one. So it was a great exciting. Yeah, (laughs) it it was a great game, though. 31
0: to 28. Yeah, it's crazy because you look at like the scoreboard, no points in the first quarter. Uh, And then the third quarter, it was all Cowboys. Then the fourth quarter, it was all Green Bay. Um, And it's just kind of, you know, obviously Green Bay had the momentum at the end of the game. And I I believe the Cowboys went for a fourth down where they could have just kicked a field goal, you know, and tied it up again. Uh, but they went for the fourth down and that's what kind of sealed the game away. Yeah. Um, st- but I mean, who would, I mean, no one was expecting this from the Packers. I mean, across the board, yeah, it was like Cowboys, 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 you know, are going to win this. And you would think that the Cowboys would, especially with how, with how, I, I don't want to say bad, but just how like dead the Packers yeah. have been for the past few weeks now. And um, yeah, it definitely seems like the, the Packers were playing with some sort of chip on their shoulder Mike McCarthy comes back to town. They want to they want to shove it in his face. And uh, yeah, they, they did exactly that. Um, I, I if you're a Cowboys fan, um, hopefully this is just like a, you know, an, a an oopsie game and you can make it up next week. Um, if you're a Green Bay fan, uh, you got to be feeling pretty good. I mean, the Cowboys are a, a pretty big rival of yours. Um, so we'll see if they can keep this momentum going into the next week. Um, i'm I'm hoping that they can because you know Natuoso, one of our good friends is a is a big fan of the Packers and um you know you you know you, you want him to have a little bit of joy in his life, you know <laughs>
1: yeah just it, but it's like fan, right? you know you beat someone, you have a l- joy for a week and then you go back to hurt, hurting.
0: But yeah, um hopefully they can keep the momentum going like I said. Uh, they do have the Titans this week. Uh, so that that should be a good and a Thursday good scrimmage. Football. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, as of right now, um, it was a good game. It was a good game. You know, after that first quarter, uh, it definitely started to gain some light. You know, some life. Um, and yeah, the Packers were able to pull it away. It's it only gained life because I said it was a boring game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to go in a weird direction. Because I want to talk about the Colts versus the Raiders here. Oh, you took my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't understand the Raiders. I really don't, and I'm sure you can agree. But everyone was expecting the Raiders to get a win this week. Get back on track. Get get a win in the you know put a, put put a check mark in the win column. The Colts have been moribund. They've been out of almost every game they have played yet the Colts pulled it off with Jeff Saturday, a high school coach. Um, I guess analytics really do matter in the NFL because uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he was very, um he was very good with, with his play calling. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like amazing. Like I'm not like, I'm not screaming from the heavens. Like Joe, oh, Jeff Saturday's is the new best. Co-. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, But he was a good game manager. Uh, the Colts actually looked okay with Matt Ryan back under center um, and Jonathan Taylor finally had a game uh, this past week. Uh, of course, he was on my bench in fantasy because he's not been playing too well uh, after his little uh, his, his, his ankle sprain, I think it was. Um, but Jonathan Taylor finally came alive with uh, almost 150 yards rushing and a touchdown. So uh, that is also good news for the Colts because that's a key piece to their offense that needs to get back on track. Uh, and even Matt Ryan, uh, had a rushing touchdown in this game, which was pretty pretty cool. And for a while there, this game was looking to be like, oh, this is going to be a pretty good game. You know, Derek Carr and, uh, and Devontae Adams had a few good connections there. Josh Jacobs was running pretty good, but in Raiders fashion this year, they just dropped the ball at the end of the game, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah, I guess we picked the wrong week and the wrong team, because we all thought, you know, the Panthers, and it was ah. kind of silly on I me, mean, we should have we should have, like, knew better because we thought the Panthers were going to win because we're like, oh, new coach, you knew you know, new everything. They always win when there's a new coach. And, you know, you and I honestly should have thought of that. And it's silly of us that we didn't think of that. But just how well the Raiders have been running the ball, I was just like, oh, you know, a weak uh, Colts defense, uh, you know, they're not going to win. It's just it, it's one of those shockers that – Um, I I don't understand. And yeah, Jeff Saturday, uh, would he say that the Raiders suck and then he never coached in the NFL and then beats the Raiders? Uh, So that's kind of funny. He's the first to ever do that, apparently. So (laughs) that is is funny. And yeah, like you said, the Raiders have just, I don't know what's going on. It's very confusing. And I just saw a report today that they can't fire uh, Mike uh, McDaniels because of money reasons, and they can't afford to uh, fire him and then hire a new coach. So that's kind of uh, kind of not good if you're a Raiders fan. I don't know if that's true. I only saw it on Twitter. You know, everything on Twitter is not real. So I, if that's the case, that is uh, big yikes. And because how are they going to pay the players then? Because they do, like Josh Jacobs, his contract's coming up. And Derek Carr, he was supposed to be traded last year. I think his contract's coming up, too. So uh, the Raiders are in a big, big, big hole right now. And it's going to be tough for them to get out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, at at this point, you know, you see the Raiders on a schedule and you go, oh, looks like you're getting an easy win this week. Uh, It's it's just I never would have thought that we would be at this point with this team. Uh, in this year, because you know when Devonte Adams came to the Raiders, everyone was very, very hyped. Everyone was really excited, and it's just kind of fallen flat these past. I mean, that since since the season started, they they really just have not shown many signs of life. I mean, they're losing games to to teams that you never would have expected them to lose to, and um, yeah, it's just kind of just kind of crazy. This is definitely a lost year for the Raiders and if what you're saying is true and you know how are they gonna pay their players if they can't pay their coach you know or, or pay pay a new coach uh looks like it's gonna be kind of rough water coming up ahead if they have to bleed talent in the off season.
1: yeah definitely it'll be rough and hopefully the Colts uh kind of are is on their way up trending up from here and it's crazy that maybe Frank Reich was the issue. And because it's crazy that how Jonathan Taylor had a good game, Matt Ryan actually looked decent. So maybe it was uh, Frank Reich the whole time.
0: Yeah, maybe um, it's always Yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy. And let me also point out before we move on. Um, Jeff Saraday looks like the captain from uh, who sank the Costa Concordia. I just want to point that out real quick. If you don't uh, know who that is, just look it up. <laughs> I just look up a picture of both of them and, and do like a side-by-side. It, it, the resemblance is kind of uncanny. <laughs> Goes from sinking ships to saving football teams. Who would have guessed? Sinking the Raiders. There you go. Yeah, he sunk the Raiders, that's for yeah, sure. The
1: Raiders are maybe having a sea battle and he just sunk them.
0: <laughs> He's the iceberg that sunk their ship.
1: Ooh. Anyway, speaking of sinking ships, uh, let's go ahead and go to the Monday night game. Uh, the Commanders, versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Talk about uh, surprising games that no one expected. Um, the Commanders, uh, Nomad Eric, if you're listening, congrats. <laughs> um, they beat the undefeated Eagles. Uh, the Eagles uh, did not look too good at all this game. And Commanders literally had the number this whole game. Like every drive. Uh, the commanders just seemed to go down the field and score. I don't know what happened to that defense. Maybe the defense partied too hard. Maybe they didn't take the commanders very uh, seriously? seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, the defense just looked defeated. And there was a couple of drives where I was like, wow, they're going to score again. And then they ended up coming w- away with a field goal. Yeah. So, um, but this this game was, like, mind-boggling. And I know if there's any Eagle fans listening, they're going to be, like, hooting and howling that we got screwed by the refs. Um, yeah, kind of. I do kind of agree with that. But, I mean, even still, like, the commanders look in charge this whole game. It just, like, I thought the Eagles are going to end up winning because Heineke uh, ended up throwing a crucial interception uh, going down the field. I think it was only 23-21 to 21 at that point. Um And he threw a crucial interception, interception, and I was like, oh, Yemi was right. You know, there's that Haneke interception that he always talks about, or, like, the Carson one's crucial interception that always happens. But Eagles ended up not doing anything with that. And it's, it's just – I have no words for this game. <laughs> like, it's just amazing, like, how the commanders are able to unbeat an undefeated team. And I believe they did it last year, too. They defeated – um the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals that were, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe they're known for breaking
0: undefeated teams. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, the ending score is a little bit inflated because, um, on like the final play of the game, the Eagles did like a desperation thing
1: mm-hmm. and
0: fumbled, and they, you know, that gave the Commanders an extra, you know, seven points on the board. So the ending total is a bit inflated just from that, but. You know, the Eagles got shut out for two quarters in this game uh, while the commanders were taking command. um, And that was the big difference in the game. You know, you you, I mean, the Eagles are stacked on offense. They're stacked on defense. And, you know, I just needed, what, 20 points to beat you in fantasy. And I was like, oh, A.G. Brown can get that against the commanders. Well, he ended up with one point nine zero points. So that did not happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, it was just the Eagles just were not we're not really in it in this entire game, even though the score was kind of close towards the end. Uh, you know, the Eagles just were not we're not able to do anything. And um, that was a big detriment for them. And, you know, if you're an Eagles fan, I don't think this is this is something to get worried about. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, every team has an off night. And hopefully, hopefully I do. I don't want to see this. I actually don't want to see this. I am, I'm hoping that the Eagles can get back up take the coast to the town uh, next week and um, get back on track because the Eagles are are, are one of those teams in the, in the league that's just they're really fun to watch right now. And I, I would hate to see them go down that same route as the Cardinals last year where they lost a game then lost every game after that. Um, I don't think the Eagles will be doing that because I think the team is built better. Um, and as for commanders, you got a solid win here. You looked like you were in command and you definitely were. Uh, Taylor Heineke played better football than Carson Wentz, which is great and something that I think Nomad knew going into this game. Uh, And, yeah, just, uh, you know, if you're a Washington Commanders fan, you just hope that they can ride this momentum because they're going to need it.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those, like, you're just shocked. And, like, after I, I saw that win, I was just like, you know, this season's FUBAR. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just like unpredictable It is just unpredictable. I guess the best word, is, I know there's a better word to use use, but it's just, I don't know. I can't, I can't believe this season. The season is one, one to remember or forget <laughs> <laughs> for some teams. Yeah. yeah for some
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on to week 11, predict some games there, focus on some games here. Uh, I'll I'll start it off here, um, and I think we should talk about the Jets versus the Patriots. Um, last time these two teams met, it was a pretty close game, all things considered. Uh, but the Patriots did come out on top, if I remember correctly. Let me look it back up here. Yes, I believe. Yeah, 22 yeah. to 17. And, you know, the Jets probably could have won that game, honestly, and they probably should have. Um, but... Uh, you know, uh, Bill Belichick's really good at like, you know, getting rookie rookie quarterbacks in a quarter and and taking them to town. I think this week, I think the Jets win. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't I mean, I'm it's not difficult. Confident, yeah, because I'm not they play at lock it up. New but yeah, they're playing at New England, but I just feel like everything's set up for the Jets to win. They they are coming off of a bye. They um, you know, they they've looked good the past few, you know few weeks here you know, since that Packers game, they've, they beat the bills. Uh, and that's a big thing in general. Um, so if they can get a, if they can get a nice win against the Patriots, that'll really set them up for, you know, I mean, that, 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 that's, I mean, that's a rival of theirs is the, is the Patriots. And you remember that one year that Sam Darnold was the quarterback for the Jets and he was seeing ghosts against the Patriots. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Zach Wilson is going to be seeing milfs and he's going to be scoring touchdowns in this game. Um, but you never know. I mean, Bill Belichick—he is a wizard, and you never turn your back on a wizard. So hopefully, the Jets are ready to go uh, for this game, and I do—I do think that they're going to come out with a win here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the Jets could come out with the win, and they're coming off a bye, if I'm correct, right? Or they playing less? No, yep, they're that's coming off. A... Did you say that? Uh, no. <laughs> I thought I heard it. Maybe it's my mind going crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only factor into this game is in New England and we know the weather is not supposed to be good for you know these these states coming in this side of the United States I guess you'd say um, so East. I don't know if the the weather is gonna play a huge factor um, if it does then I kind of will lean on the Patriots but I think the Jets will come out with the victory and if, uh, if Zach Wilson doesn't see MILFs in the crowd I mean he could he could have a good game and as i said already is i just think home field advantage has a huge factor here so but we'll see we'll have to wait and see
0: wait and see all right go ahead and pick a game
1: for us so uh, i'm gonna continue talking about weather uh i want to talk about the browns versus the bills uh, this game could be another uh, Winter Wonderland uh, game. Uh, the Browns and the Bills are known for having Winter Wonderland games. It seems like every time they play in Buffalo, there's always two feet of snow or more. Uh, there's videos all over the internet. You can just search Browns for Bills, and I'm sure it'll come right up. Uh, the weather is supposed to have two feet of snow. Uh, so, yeah, so that kind of changes, like, play play planning, I guess you'd say. Um, The Browns obviously have the better running back in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, the Bills' run game is just not there. And if the Browns really do have the game plan of just running the ball down the Bills' throat, I think we'll have a really good game. And I think we'll have... I really hope we finally have a Nick Chubb breakout game and we should have a Nick Chubb breakout game and a Graham Hunt game too if the weather is supposed to have you know, 31 inches of snow.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a big fan. I mean, we saw last year when the Bills went up against the Patriots, um, the high winds and stuff like that really limited both offenses in that game. Um, I th- yeah, like you said, I think this week um, it's, it's, it's ripe for the pick in here. This is a trap game for the Bills. Um, And what I mean by that is the Bills are kind of cornered at the moment. They've lost two in a row uh, and they're going into this game uh, defeated against the Vikings in overtime. um, And Josh Allen is nursing a an elbow injury at this point. And you know that if the winds get high enough, if the snow is bad enough, passing is going to be eliminated from from the Bills and the Browns uh, playbooks, essentially. So it will rely on that ground game. Uh, and Nick Chubb, uh, we've seen it in every single game. Nick Nick Chubb has always just ran down other teams' as throws. He always the touchdown. He always has over 100 yards. And if Kevin Stefanski does not, does not scheme an offense for run-heavy first in this game, uh, we will be doomed. But I think Kevin Stefanski is smarter than that. smart enough to know that snow and throwing does not mix well. And I hope he's smart enough to know that Jacoby Brissett uh, will not be able to do much in the snow. Uh, And if he does know that, and we put the ball into our best player's hands, I believe that we will come out with a victory on this one. And this is the most... um, this is the most positive I've probably been with the Browns for a while. I fe- I, I just feel it. I feel like I I feel like the Bills are pushed. They're pushed into a corner here, and the Browns can take the kill shot. And I am so confident that they are taking the kill shot that I locked it
1: up. Yes, I am not that confident. I still select the Browns to win it. As you said, as soon as I heard that weather, I was like, "All right, we have the best run game, so we have to win." Please, we have to. Um... Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm debating on benching Josh Allen, but unfortunately the Dolphins are on a bye this week, so it's not like I had to put Tua Tungavailoa in instead. So I would have to pick up a quarterback if I do decide to bench Allen. Uh, It's going to be kind of like, I don't know if it's supposed to snow during the game, or is it going to be snow before the game and there's just going to be two feet of snow there? If it's during the game, yeah, Brown's 100%. If it's like done prior to the game then I see some passing going on here and uh if there's passing then we might have an issue but then again as we said all year long about the Browns their Browns run defense sucks and we saw it last week in week 10 when Miami like who's not even known for a run game was just running down our throats and it, Falcons ran down our throats. It's like you named the team that the Browns played. They just seem to run down our throats. So we'll see if Devin Singletary can have a good game. And maybe this will be the week that they put Heinz uh, in. And who knows? Like like I said, our run defense sucks. And that's the only thing that concerns me.
0: Yes. But as we've seen this year, the season is so weird. Yeah. Everyone's going to be expecting the Browns to lose. But us? Yeah. We know, we know the NFL gods are gearing us up for the most unlikely win in one of the most unlikely games ever. ever.
1: Do the Bills hit the panic button if they do after coming off a of loss of Tex- te- or Texans of um, Minnesota? Hmm.
0: Maybe, maybe if they get that, if they cause get that killed would put by us, that'll that put them six them... and three, right? Or six, six and, and
1: four. Yeah, six and four. I was like, no way, it's only six and three.
0: So, yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. But if you're going to slump, it's you'd, it'd rather be now than during playoff time. So, yeah, absolutely. Now would be the good time to slump. But uh, also other news coming out from Browns camp. Deshaun Watson is practicing at the Browns camp right now, um, even though J- Jacoby Brissett's going to start for uh, another two games here, including the Bills game. So the Bills and the Buccaneers game, Jacoby will be starting and then uh, Watson will be in for the Texas game on December 4th. So, um, just, uh, you know, gearing up to play, and uh, we're all very excited. Hmm. (laughs) But uh, you know what I am actually excited about? Uh, Chicken wings? (laughs) Yes, and also, (laughs) well, I mean, kind of related. Uh, They are a bird. I actually am interested to see this Panthers and Ravens game. Um. Which is uh, which on Sunday, um, the Panthers, uh, they're kind of frisky right now. Um, they uh, they beat the Falcons and the Buccaneers and the Falcons again <laughs> in very close games. Um, and I know that the Ravens, uh, they're coming off of a bye, so you know they're refreshed, they're ready to go, right? Uh, with Lamar Jackson and um, I think Mark Andrews is back. I'm not sure though. Should be. Um, but, uh, I think this is actually going to be a pretty good game. Um, the Panthers have shown that, the uh, you know, they, they, I mean, they're still playing the win. I mean, they're not, they're, they're not intentionally tanking at this point, I guess, uh, because after the Christian McCaffrey trade, they, they went ahead and they won like two games in a row now. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of uh it's kind of a weird weird thing going on, but I think this is actually going to be a pretty good game. Uh, I think that Lamar is going to be able to run all over the Panthers, but I also think that the Panthers are going to be a run over uh, the Ravens at this point. I think the Ravens uh, run defense isn't as good um, uh, of a, of a defense against running. Um, but uh, it, it also, it'll be another, um, I believe a Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson situation. And we remember how that Browns versus Ravens game went a few years ago at this point. Um, and it always seems yeah. like when those two meet, it's gonna—it's a good game. So we'll see if that carries on.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it'll be an interesting game. Um, the Ravens should come out off of a bye, watching the Panthers. Uh, the White Panthers are kind of like the Browns kind of find find ways to lose sometimes. Um, like I said, they're about to hit you know the repair stage or the rebuild stage, I should say. Um, so. We'll see how this goes. I think uh, with the rest and a week off, I think uh, Lamar will come out and be his uh, MVP self again. Mark Andrews, I believe, is supposed to play. I don't think defense will be much of a factor because I think uh, Baltimore will be able to keep up because how well-wested they've been and they've got some players back. I'm so confident that the Ravens could win that I locked
0: them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that the Ravens are going to win, too. Um, But you never know. I think it's still going to be a good I think it's going to be a pretty close game, all all things considered. Um, I know the. I mean, I know the Panthers have like half the talent as the Ravens do right now. But I just I kind of feel it in my bones. I think this is going to actually be a a pretty back and forth type game. But yeah, I think that Lamar um, and Mark Andrews and Gus Edwards are going to be the tipping point for the scales at the end of it all. Yeah, I agree. All right, pick one more game for us, please.
1: So, I do kind of gonna go to the opposite end of the spectrum where game might not be so good. Uh, let's talk about the Raiders versus the Broncos. Let's talk about a toilet bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know where to start. Like the Raiders will probably look good, you know, for at least one part of this game, at least. Uh, The Broncos might look good for the beginning drive, but I would also not be surprised if this game is also a high scoring like 27 to 27 kind of game or something like that. Uh, The Raiders have not been looking good. Broncos also haven't been looking good, even though they have been getting wins lately. A couple wins here and there. Um, I just think that the Raiders are looking so bad. I think everyone's going in thinking the Broncos are going to win. And the Raiders should win because uh, the Broncos' deep run defense is not very good ever since losing Bradley Chubb on that defensive line. And uh, the Raiders should be able to run all over them. But, you know, we also thought the Raiders should have an easy win uh, beating the Colts. Like, the Raiders should be on a heading into high hopes this week. But since they lost to the Colts in a – Horrible fashion, everyone's kind of rooting for, not rooting, but thinking the Broncos is just going to come out and win because the Raiders is just looking pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I I think the Broncos' defense is going to be the X factor in this game because that is the strongest point of their team. And, yeah, even though, you know, debatably, they're not the best defense in the league, they still are able to hold their own against almost every team that they go up against. It's the offense that is really the thing that has been dragging for the Broncos in almost every single game that they've played. I mean, they're not able to put up more than like, like 10 points in some games. And, and that's not how you win football games. I mean, if you want defensive battles, get f- yeah, go, go watch the Broncos Texans game from last week or the Colts Broncos game from Thursday night that everyone was forced to watch uh, or, uh clockwork orange style. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like this is, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a pretty lopsided game here. Um, I think the Raiders are going to come out swinging, and I think they're going to be able to get a lead early on. And I don't think that the Bron- uh, the Broncos' offense is going to be able to catch up um, because, one, Russell Wilson, and two, Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and three. Nick's and three, advantage. the Broncos don't have a I mean, run game. Uh, They they lost Jarek Judy, right? Jarek Judy is not on the field right now. He's questionable. questionable. Um, So, I mean, you know i just i just don't i don't see a world where the broncos are winning this one but as you know this year has been crazy so you never want to count a team out but i do feel like the raiders could pull off a win here if they get up early like they did against the colts i don't think the broncos offense will be able to score the points needed to get over the hump
1: yeah that's a good point if the raiders can come out um scoring a lot of points like early on, like they normally have been doing uh, the Broncos. I don't think they have the caliber to um, play from a, like do what these other teams doing and come from behind and win. Even though the Colts, we thought the same thing, but like you said, you never know. The season has been too crazy.
0: That's right. Too crazy. Okay. Let's go through and, and run down all the games from the week. We're going to start with the titans versus packers on thursday night and after the good win that the packers had last week against the cowboys i locked them up i think the packers are going to win this one
1: yeah and we got a lock off between uh people in our discord and yemi took the packers and they uh, locked up the titans so this will be a good game to watch considering the lock off in our discord competition
0: oh yeah that's the only reason <laughs> <laughs> don't worry just... so no other reason <laughs> I, I do feel like Henry is going to have a good King Henry is going to have a good game in this in this one um, If Ryan Tannehill is behind center, I think the Titans have a better chance of winning this game um, And but but then again if the Packers play the way they did against the Cowboys uh, I think the Packers are gonna are gonna win this one
1: Yeah, I uh, took the Titans. I'm not sure if I said that so I think the Titans could win I think Derrick Henry will have a good game against uh not so good Packers defense that we all thought was going to be good this year.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. The bears versus the Falcons. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Uh, I've been a new, a newly uh, a new fan of Justin Fields this past week. I mean, he almost got 40 points in (laughs) in fantasy this past week, and I think he's been doing pretty good uh, in general recently. Um, So that's why I picked the bears to beat the, the Falcons here.
1: I also took the Bears. The Bears have been looking electrifying, and shockingly, they lost last week to the Lions by one point somehow. Uh, We kind of wrote that game off because we were like, oh, the Bears got this. It's the Lions. Well, apparently the Lions came back and won. So, yeah, I think the Bears can beat the Falcons pretty easily.
0: Yeah, Dan Campbell saved his job for another week. So we'll see how (laughs) it goes against the Bears. The Bears. All right, Panthers versus Ravens. Um, I took the Ravens.
1: I also took the Ravens, and as I said earlier, uh, we I locked them up.
0: And speaking of locking them up, uh, the Browns versus the Bills, I locked up the Browns. Uh, I'm going crazy this week. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I didn't
1: lock them up, but I took the Browns. I just think that if the weather is a factor, I think the Browns' run game can run it down the Bills. All right, take it away. All right, the Commanders versus Texans. I took the Commanders, coming off of a nice win against the Eagles.
0: Yeah, Commanders should be feeling pretty good. I think they're gonna they're gonna beat the Texans pretty handily, um, and uh, we'll see if Taylor Heineke throws his signature interception.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know he will, but I I think uh, they'll have a more comfortable lead against the Texans. Yes. All right, Eagles versus Colts. I was feeling spicy and locked up the Colts.
0: Yeah, this is a this is even I think this is spicier than the Browns lock. Um, Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. I picked the Eagles in this one. I think they're going to have a nice um, rebound after the loss to the commanders. Um, But yeah, it would be extra spicy to see the Colts win this one. Uh, And Jeff Saturday, people are going to be looking at that higher and going, oh, maybe it wasn't that crazy. And maybe. We should get a co- uh, a coach who has mm-hmm. no experience. You know, I'm I'm looking at the Raiders going. Hmm, maybe they'll mm-hmm. just grab the guy who you know, bags groceries at the local local Trader Joe's. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it I, might it might be an interesting game. I'm predicting an Eagles uh, Eagles like complete dominant performance, though. Yeah, probably. No one mind. Look.
1: Um, yeah, everyone this off season, all these high school coaches will be just in the NFL all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jets versus the Patriots. I took the
0: Jets. Yep, took the Jets as well. Uh, I think they'll have a nice win here. Benny
1: and the Jets. Um, Rams versus mm-hmm. Saints. I took the Rams. I think I meant to Ooh. say Saints, but I took the Rams.
0: Oh, yeah, I took the Saints here. Um, yeah, I, I think, just think I meant
1: to say the Saints.
0: <laughs> if Cooper Cup's not back for the Rams and, and Wolford's still in for them, which I didn't look to see, uh, either way, if Safford or Wolford, I think they'll be kind of...
1: In the same yeah, Cooper boat, Cup but... is not not in
0: this. You know, he's, Andy Dalton's been playing okay. You know, like he hasn't looked terrible. You know, um, but I think the Saints will will pull out a win here.
1: All right, uh, Lions versus Giants. I took the Giants.
0: Ooh, I took the Lions in this one. The Lions Ooh. have been playing extra frisky. I do feel like they have more weapons than the Giants right now, even though the Giants have been finding a way to win. Um, I think the defense of the Lions is the biggest uh negative for them right now, allowing so many points. So Saquon Barkley is probably gonna have a pretty good game, whether it be running or, you know, uh catching the ball. Um but I do think the Lions are gonna pull out a, a frisky win here.
1: I will be frisky, but I think the Giants could win this one and pull it off.
0: If they do, that'd be great for the Giants. They they definitely need it. All right, take us home. Raiders versus Broncos. I picked the Raiders, as you know. I took the Broncos. Cowboys versus Vikings. Uh, this is probably going to be a pretty close contest, but I went with the Vikings. I
1: went with the Vikings as well.
0: They've just looked too good. Uh, Cowboys weaknesses have been a bit exposed at this point, um, but I think that uh, Dak's going to have a a pretty good game. And um, we'll see if CD Lamb also has a good production game as well, but... You know, Vikings, I mean, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins connection, looking as good as ever.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Bengals versus Steelers, a divisional game. And uh, I went with the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I went with the Bengals as well. I don't think Steelers have many chances of winning other games this year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll, we'll see how Kenny Pickett plays, but I think the Bengals coming off of their bye once, you know, they're all they're also coming off their bye. I think they'll be nice and rested, um, even though Jamar Chase... Is still not going to be in this game. Uh, they have plenty of other people to throw to, so um, I, I, I think they're going to they're going to win this one pretty handily. Um, Chiefs versus Chargers. I went ahead and took the Chiefs. Uh, yeah,
1: Chiefs, hundred percent. Chargers are just not looking good this year.
0: Yeah, I've, I've had Herbert benched for a couple games now, and it has actually worked out pretty well for me, um, especially this past week uh, with. Uh, with uh, Justin Fields going for almost 40 points, and and uh, Herbert had like 20. So it uh, definitely worked out for me there. And finally, the Monday game, the 49ers versus the Cardinals. Um, this game is actually an eight-point difference between the teams, which actually made the picking the Cardinals spicy crazy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I ended up taking the 49ers.
1: I took the 49ers as well. I hope Christian McCaffrey can have a good game, and we'll see what happens, though.
0: Yeah, um, Cardinals defense not too great right now. Cardinals offense, I mean,
1: they looked I, good last week.
0: They looked good last week with Colt McCoy, but I mean, will they be able to do it again? Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, Kyler Murray, even too even busy then, now
1: uh, Warzone
0: right now. Yeah, so. Warzone two <laughs> came out, so Kyler Murray is at home nursing the hamstring, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> it's also crazy to note that DeAndre Hopkins with Colt McCoy. Had more points, fantasy points this uh, this past week with nineteen, uh, than uh, Justin Hurts to uh, AJ Brown, which you know as I said before only had one point nine zero points. So kind of crazy that DeAndre Hopkins is still able to do a lot of work, good production even without the the the, the starting quarterback. Yep. But we'll see if that's actually a factor or not. We'll see. It'll be a good Monday night game though. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, hopefully I'll stay awake for this
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll be put too busy playing God of War probably. That's what happened this past week. <laughs> I was like in the Discord, I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm watching this game by myself." <laughs> no one else yeah. was commenting on it. I had
0: I had, a, I had a, I, I, you know, I I, I had the uh, scoreboard up on my phone, but I was too immersed in the uh, in Kratos's uh six pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right, um, uh, I guess we'll mention this because, uh, you know, we had we went up against each other in fantasy, and, and you won, of course. Of course. Uh, I, I just, I made silly mistakes this week in my lineup. I had Amari Cooper in instead of either one of my other two good wide receivers who I knew were going to have good games. Uh, and also Cordell Patterson just completely fell asleep in, in the Panthers game. Um and Jonathan Taylor of course went off and he was on my bench, so I just had a I had a bad luck there. But I think I found a new QB number one for right now with Justin Fields. I'm I'm feeling him right now. And uh it's not a bad thing to have Herbert as a backup just in case.
1: Yeah, I think you'll be fine with um uh Fields for the remainder of the season at least. Unless you make playoffs far because I don't think the Bears will be making playoffs, but
0: you never <laughs> <have> know. <enough. laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll be making the playoffs at this point. I, th- I believe I'm in last place in the league, but uh, mm. at this point, I'm gunning for that. You know, I- I'm just going to bench all my ca- all my players and 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 pick up some uh, second and third string players. <laughs> That's when you start doing good. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, are there any players that you s- that you think someone listening should pick up this week that uh, maybe aren't on the uh, the watch board? We already talked um. about the. Uh, Packers rookie receiver
1: yeah that's who I took uh there's a report that as we're recording this uh that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams from the Chargers it was practicing today so there's a good chance that they might play so I don't I doubt they're free in your league but if Mike Williams might be I doubt Keenan Allen is but we'll definitely Pick up Mike Williams if he's able to play this week. Uh, the only thing that sucks is the night game. So if it's, if it's a game time decision, then I would not pick him up because then you're re-screwed because everything else is either at 1 or 4 o'clock, which they'll be locked in. And then you won't be able to take Mike or uh, them out and put Mike Evans in. Or Mike Williams, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that, I really haven't picked anyone else. I'm just kind of leaving my team the same. The only thing I had to do is, uh, Mike Evans had a buy, that has a buy this week, and uh, Jalen Waddle also has a buy, as well as Tua. So I had to kind of scramble around. So I'm trying to debate if I need to pick up a third QB just in case.
0: Well, there you go. Here's my fantasy advice for the week. If you haven't, if Devon, if Deontay um... Foreman foreman yeah thank you <laughs> is still available you should definitely pick him up he's been doing work no matter what team he's going against um maybe maybe sit him for this ravens game if things don't go the way that i think they're gonna go but i do think that he's gonna have a nice game again and then also uh dalton schultz cowboys tight end um i think he's gonna get back in the groove and i think he'll be due he'll he'll he's due for another good game this week so if he's available and you're struggling to find a a tight end either him or cole Kmet should be good fillers for your team he was
1: Kmet was definitely
0: a good filler for me last week that's right (laughs) because
1: if i didn't have that tight end go off you might have won
0: all right um is there anything else you want to say before we uh, do the uh, ending here?
1: Um, I mean, if I mean, good luck to your team, I guess. I mean, there's you never know how things are going to go. We never this year has been insanely crazy at all in the spectrums. We think we hit the, you know, the peak of it and that peak just explodes even further. So
0: just good luck to your team. And then may they come out with the victory. Yes. Spoken like a true fan of the sport. (laughs) If you, the listener, want to check out anything else that Greedy Waffles and I do together, uh, we both work on the Film Freaks podcast with a Z at the end. Uh, This recent episode is about uh, that's coming out the day after this one is about uh, Big Trouble in Little China. So if you want to check that out, that'll be available soon. Um, If you want to check out the other podcast that runs on this podcast uh, network, uh, fair 64 that's a video game podcast had a big old discussion about god of war Ragnarok rock by myself of course uh, so if you want to listen to that i have a spoiler section marked and a non-spoiler section so you got the best of both worlds there and obviously i am much farther now than i was uh, on that episode um but yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode of fair nfl the one-stop shop for for NFL news and games and stuff like that. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode, and we'll see how our locks and picks worked out this uh, for next week. And of course, I am Yummy the Ferret, and I've been here with Grady Waffles, and this is Ferret NFL. Have a good rest of your week. Bye bye. Bye bye.